0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now, I've had this beer for quite a while actually, and I've had it since before the summer, but I just didn't think it was the right beer to have over the summer, Um, just like I don't think it's the right thing to do, is to drink kind of uh, Posner style beers from the Czech Republic in the middle of winter, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm kind of waiting for a, some, a decent time to kind of try this beer because I've been wanting to have this beer. And uh, and I thought, well, I'll throw it in with the kind of Christmas series. It's not part of the Christmas series, but I'm going to throw it in kind of alongside the Christmas series because I think it's a more beautiful one. But I'm doing two beer reviews kind of back to back and I thought, well, I'll do this one first because I've got a funny feeling that the, the other one might not be particularly nice or such a good beer and I don't really want to kind of follow bad beer. With this beer I'd rather have it isolated by itself so I can enjoy it and I don't have anything kind of affecting my enjoyment of it flavour wise and everything else. So the beer we're doing today is Timothy Taylor Landlord Dark. There you go. Do you look freaky when I put my eyebrows up don't I? Look alright. Oh! You know, he's like, whoo, you know, no, uh, I look kind of deviant, don't I, like, <laughs> is that your wife, you know what I mean, he's like that, he's like, no, don't do that, girl. <laughs> no, Jesus, so yes, this is Timothy Taylor, Landlord Dark, and of course, it's rich and smooth and dark, <laughs> you could make a joke about that, but I won't, and uh, it's 4.1%, 500ml bottle, and I think there's a little bit of bit of spill in the back there which is quite nice so anyway Landlord Dark originates from the multi-award winning Landlord Pale Ale but brewed with caramelised sugars to give a rich yet light and drinkable dark ale this perfectly balanced mellow beer has body and depth it has a fruity toasted aroma with hints of chocolate citrus and roasted malts on the tongue a darker shade of pale Really? Really? you yeah, you had to go that way, did you? Come on now. Come on come on, TT. no no don't don't go down all these kind of No <laughs> Taylor's taste is achieved by using oh here we go the finest natural ingredients yeah, here put on oh, that type of stuff. But anyway the malt is uh, golden let's just see malt is golden promise hops is fuggles stirring goldings and goldings and all for that taste of Taylor. so there we go and of course it contains malted barley and higgity peeps and bops there we go so yes i would be kind of looking forward to this beer so uh let's crack it open and see what we've got oh yeah, bandit, yeah. Oh, it's lovely let's get it poured <clears throat> Yes, at uh, least said about their, you know, a darker shade of pale. <laughs> I can see where they're going with it. And they probably thought, <laughs> it's very really articulate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, let's not. Let's put all our energies into uh, the beer and not so much of the marketing in the bump. Come on you, you bugger, come on, poor. Some nice colours going on there, a nice kind of tanned head. For people in the, the podcast... I would probably say it's about a one finger head. I'm getting about one and a half finger head because, I don't know, some fucker must have shaken the bottle. Slightly ice cream coney at the top, we wee bit. we wee bit of a dome. But yes, it's really dark um, and a kind of uh, tanned coloured head. So it is. But yeah, it looks quite nice. I do like dark beers in the winter. other people like dark beers any time of the year it just depends it obviously depends what what the kind of body is and everything else I mean I don't mind dark beers in the summer and things like that but if it's a lighter of body and things like this but yeah what does it smell of? is it me? because I'm getting absolutely nothing really oh a little light hint of malt bloody hell seriously you got a beer this dark and that type of stuff and you hardly get any aroma off it. Of you kind of what's get on here but yeah light malt very light malt i don't know what's going on my eye just now oh, i've got a finger in it anyway yeah just getting malt maybe a hint of grain, maybe, maybe a little hint of liquors maybe, I'm not sure It really is it's very light aromas in general really are you're struggling to try and kind of identify so yeah but let's see what it tastes like it's all about the taste Well, there's a lot of flavours there that are bang on the standard pale ale landlord. There is. No question. And you taste it and you, even if you didn't know what it was, you think, Jesus, that's got that's got taste of Timothy Taylor about it. You know, these kind of, like I've said before, certain breweries, when they have got very kind of iconic and popular beers, they start to kind of have these kind of identifiable flavours. Um, within their beers because of that, because they don't really kind of stray too far from the, the nest, you know. They, they know they've got a good, successful beer, so they don't really want to kind of go. Well, sometimes they do go completely, um, at the opposite end of the scale, and yeah, you're thinking bloody hell, they've really kind of uh tested new waters with that one, um, but other times you know you can taste the beer you're thinking "Well, oh, yeah they haven't really strayed too far away from their kind of a successful recipe and they have these kind of what we call it's almost like a kind of a character flavours in, in some of the beers you know and this is like this I mean looking at it if you put them two side to side you think, "Well, oh, they're going to be two different beers but surprisingly how much of the actual Timothy Taylor flavours are actually in this it's actually quite a lot. You get a bit more of a roasted bitter finish. And you are getting that kind of little hints of roasted malts. And you are getting a slightly sort of different bitterness to it. Um, but overall, it's actually quite a nice beer. It really well, of course. Um... Any type of beer that's going to emulate um, Timothy Taylor is, is going to be a nice beer. Whether it's a a really good beer is a different story, but you, you expect to get a, a decent standard with certain kind of flavour profiles, which you are getting. But you are getting a slightly kind of I'm not going to say coffee or chocolate tones, but you are getting slightly kind of similar kind of the, to these type of tones in the bitterness. But I'm not saying it is chocolatey or coffee or things like that, because they're not so pronounced, but you are getting a slight kind of accent with that kind of bitterness that is giving you a different edge to the bitterness than you would get from the pale ale. Um, Because obviously with the pale ale, you're getting a bit of the bitterness coming from obviously the hops, whereas this one you're getting a bit of the bitterness coming from the roasted malts and not necessarily all from the hops. So that's the kind of thing that's kind of standing out with me on this one. But overall, it's actually quite nice. So it is. What does stand out is I've had a few stouts and porters and I've got, I've got another porter coming up here. But I've got a few kind of stouts and porters that I've had kind of recently and then, you know, within the last kind of 6 to 12 months. And the majority of them have been bloody disappointing. And. uh, Just lacking in flavour. Body. Everything else. And. uh, I think that's one of the things. That you get. um, That we've been discussing. With other viewers. And yeah. There's a lot of bad porters. And a lot of bad. uh, Stouts out there. that I don't think that a lot of breweries just don't treat them with the respect they deserve Um, and some of the crazy shitty flavours they're putting into porters and everything else thinking that's acceptable but even with the stouts the stouts have been very very disappointing and I think sometimes you have to look to a, a different kind of dark beer range because right now the breweries are actually spoiling you know they're spoiling stouts and porters and it's quite difficult to get a decent one Especially if you're doing reviews, because yes, there is ones you can identify that are quite good and decent, but I can't keep reviewing them every bloody day of the week. You know, I've got to try different ones because people want me to try different ones. I want to try different ones. But the problem is, once you kind of get away from the kind of the main kind of uh, decent ones, you start to realise there's a lot of mediocre piss out there. And that's where you start to kind of look at maybe Miles or other darker beers. Like something like this, there is a point to my my ramblings that sometimes if you want better kind of dark beer flavours that you have to kind of, to a certain degree, avoid stouts and porters and move on to kind of more darker ales, milds and things like that to get your kind of uh, flavour hits. Because a lot of times you're just not getting them in the stouts and the porters and that's the point here, is this isn't a stout reporter, but this has little kind of flavour tones there that associate with more of a kind of a a porter. But they work well with other flavour profiles that are associated with the kind of famous pale ale, and that's what I'm trying to say, is it's a case of it's a kind of amalgamation of, we've tweaked it, we've added some other little kind of flavour accents, that does make it identifiable more as a dark beer, but we still get some of the accent flavours of the kind of pale ale. And surprisingly enough, it works, but it's not trying to be a porter, it's not trying to be a stout, it's being a kind of more of a dark ale. So you can get away with that. And I think that's one of the big problems is that a lot of breweries are maybe kind of misnaming. Some of the beers, maybe you should take them as more of a kind of a a dark ale rather than a porter or a stout, but they go for the porter and the stout because people can identify with that and they think they're going to get better sales or something, but let's be honest, what is landlord actually even calling this? They're just calling it a dark ale, and that's it. And that's what I would associate with a dark ale, but with some nice kind of uh, flavour characteristics that I recognise quite easily but some other nice little kind of twist to it and I think that's probably the best way to describe it imagine it as Timothy the landlord pale ale kind of flavour kind of base flavours but with little other little different accents that just make it kind of different and yeah it is and I mean it has the bitterness but it's a different style of bitterness and things like that and And the little kind of additional flavours and the little tweaks is enough to kind of make it a a kind of almost a beer in its own right, even though it's a kind of a darker version. And yeah, it's nice. I like it. Um, It's not actually what I thought it would be. I'll be totally honest. I thought it'd be slightly sweeter. And I don't know, but I just had that impression it would be slightly sweeter than it is. And I'm glad... That it isn't. I was more prepared for something being a little bit more sweeter. Maybe a little bit with the, the more kind of... Roasted we'll malts and all that. Maybe I get a bit more kind of heavy caramelization and everything else. And just going by how it read. Because they did read it as basically... Um, brewed with caramelised sugars and everything else. And I think, you know, maybe going to get a bit more of that kind of caramel. Kind of more toffee kind of flavours. But it isn't. It's... it's good. A little bit more edge to the bitterness. And, yeah, I wouldn't say it's it's sweet in any kind of shape or form. It's not overly bitter, but there is a good amount of bitterness at the end. But there's not too much silly sweetness going on in the kind of start of the mouth of my tongue. And just, yeah, it's quite controlled. And overall, very drinkable, very nice, very sessionable. And I like it because I like it still has the accent flavours of the pale ale because let's be totally honest, the pale ale is a nice beer. Let's be totally honest, it's a nice beer. It's nice to have some of them accents. But it's also nice to have... um, It's also nice to have the little different flavours coming through that does make it different. But again, it's controlled. It's not just, let's chuck anything old in. I, I feel that they've probably done a few different versions of this until they got here. And I'm glad that they did. Instead of just, you know, going with the, you know, the first one they tried, and think, oh, well, yeah, that's good enough. I think it's a case of the well they respect their... Uh, um, their brand and their kind of uh, reputation a lot more and they've kind of thought about this tried maybe a few until they feel that well yeah this is probably more um, like what we actually want to achieve and probably more like the kind of a Timothy Taylor name and everything else and yeah let's break down the flavours start off you're getting some nice um malt tones but you're not getting that malty sweetness you're getting slightly kind of malty slightly kind of uh caramelized toffiness but not so much of the sweetness you're getting a bit of sweetness at the front of the mouth but really not much to the point is that some of them toffee flavors are almost bordering on slightly mol- molasses-esque you know that, that kind of slightly bitter edge to the sweetness you know, you just get the sweetness, but just as it sort of kind of dies down a bit, you just get the little kind of bitter tones. And you've got the, the greens as well. You've got the barley there. And uh, overall, that's the first thing that kind of stood out to me there. Is that I expected it to be sweeter going by the description, and I'm glad it's not because it is given me more of that kind of robust dark ale flavours at the start. And then you move on to the kind of mid And this is where it gets, is you you start getting a little bit more of the kind of certainly roasted bitterness coming through there, just getting coming through as accents. But the sweetness and the malt level and the kind of caramelised flavours and toffee flavours are just kind of still there. And yeah, you're maybe getting slightly a little bit of hops coming through there. You're starting to get them kind of hop flavours coming through from the kind of pale ale and then you start getting these kind of slight accents coming through. And, yeah, it's, a, it, it's quite a strong mid-tongue because of that, because you have got accent flavours from the, the pale ale sitting there in the mid-tongue. We've also got this kind of slightly kind of roasted bitterness accents just starting to come through as well, as well as having that kind of slightly kind of dampened-down sweetness. And the kind of malty, kind of roasted malt flavours as well. And yeah. But it's controlled enough that it's not too busy. But yeah. It's that kind of yin and yang. It's like pale ale and then not pale ale. That's what you're kind of getting. And then it moves on to the kind of aftertaste. And with the aftertaste, you are starting to get a little bit more of the bitterness coming through as it moves on there yeah, you can still get a little bit of the malt. you still get a little bit of the hops is there the hops are still there in the aftertaste but and they are providing that little bit of kind of pale ale bitterness that you'd expect from the, the pale ale landlord but you're also getting that kind of roasted bitterness coming through as well over the top of it and that's the kind of the lasting flavor you're getting as everything kind of dissipates the last thing to dissipate is a kind of slightly roasted um, flavours. And overall, it's quite controlled. It's quite nice. Very sessionable. Um, but not trying too hard. It's not trying to kind of outdo its kind of paler brother. It's kind of working alongside it. it can accept some of the flavour accents and characteristics of the pale ale but not trying to kind of outdo it with the kind of more darker kind of roasted flavours they've kind of i'd say they've kind of maybe held back a bit which is, is a good thing you know less is more as i keep saying and uh yeah Overall, I actually, quite like this. I do. It's 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 not what I expected. though, I'll be totally honest. I was expecting something lighter and sweeter. And I'll be totally honest. If I'd got that, I'd probably be a bit disappointed. I expected to have kind of the pale ale, kind of more hoppy bit bitterness, but the malts, the darker malts, the roasted malts. Give me a little bit more of a kind of caramelized sweetness, and it's not going that way. But I'm glad, I really am. I think it's a better beer for that. But overall, it's nicely balanced. It's typical Timothy Taylor. You can taste the quality of the ingredients, you can see the balance and the control. You know, each step seems to kind of work with the previous one and the one that's coming and uh yeah overall it's a nice beer and uh it's one of the ones i'm now thinking bugger i've only got one bottle i need to start kind of believing in myself sometimes you think mm-hmm. but yeah although in saying that looking at the shelves i've got a hell of a amount of bloody beer quite a lot of this i'm going to have to probably transport up to scotland or doing beer reviews and i think about what ones I'm going to transfer and everything else. And like. So it's a bit of a pain in the arse, to be totally honest. So I, I can't just keep on buying beers. It's just ridiculous. Um, we've got beers everywhere. But anyway, what would I give this out of 10? There's a question. That's, that's what probably we're here. About. We're going to give you a 10, boy. Come on, tell us. So are you havering? Aye, ah, Okay. Right, with all the disappointments I've had with stouts and porters over the last 6-12 to months and I think that's going to continue. Looking at the bottle I'm looking at now, I'm going to be reviewing next. (laughs) Anyway, looking at them and how kind of disappointing a lot of them are are gutless and flavourless and just stupid other flavours added to them you think, thinking Geez, it's nice to get a beer Okay, it, it doesn't really have the body or the velvet feel of a stout or things like that so it has more the acting flavours of a porter um, but not the kind of defined flavours of a porter so you're not getting kind of chocolatey or coffee tones or any of that kind of stuff um, uh, but you're getting a little kind of little homage to it in, in a kind of light way. But overall, there's more enjoyable flavours in this beer than I've had in quite a lot of the stouts and porters over the last twelve months. And like I'm saying is sometimes if you're wanting that kind of more kind of controlled and and, and more traditional flavours, maybe it's better to look at mild and uh and dark ales rather than going for the stouts and porters because a lot of them are, are branded stouts and porters and they're anything but let's be totally honest in fact they're even a poor dark ale and things like that never mind a stout or porter um, so yeah uh, that that's the thing that kind of stands out to me that I'm getting more enjoyment and better flavours from this beer than I have been getting from stouts and porters uh, which again alarm bell should be ringing because really you should be getting a lot more flavor from these ones but also you get that little bit of hoppiness there and i think that works as well which of course you couldn't really have the hoppiness in a stout because it just wouldn't work and if you had the same level of hoppiness in a porter i think it'd be too much as well so on that basis what would i give it out of ten it's drinkable it's sessionable Some really nice flavour tones. They work together. I like the little kind of accent flavours that hint to the pale ale. So I'm going to give this an easy 7.5 out of 10 for a dark ale. 7.5 out of 10. Getting closer to an 8. It's not really that far away from an 8. But it's one of these ones because it's sessionable I think probably if I had two or three of them, then I could probably give it an eight, probably quite easily. But just because I'm sitting there drinking, uh, well, less than a bottle, then yeah, I think seven and a half is a good easy and safe score to give it. And yeah, I like it. I would definitely recommend it. If you like your dark beers, then look at this as an option instead of some of these kind of crappy stouts and porters that are basically going about and uh also look at some of the milds as well because i think you're going to get far better service and better bang for your buck going for the likes of these beers and milds than you are going for the porters and the stouts right now because like i said there's a lot of crap out there it really is so yes it's uh 4.1 percent very sessionable 500 mil bottle i'll put down below the pricing because i really can't remember because i'm old and stupid and uh i bought it so long ago that it's probably out of date no, it probably isn't right? oh january 24th <laughs> um, a month anyway <laughs> but yeah seven and a half out of ten hope one percent mil bottle Thanks for watching, cheers, and bye for now.